By changing how we interact with our land, we can restore it. This involves everyone understanding the role of soul in the planet's health. Welcome, neighbors, to Hometown Earth, the podcast that brings a down-to-earth approach to all of your sustainability questions. I'm your host, Lena Sanford, here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Here, we believe that everyone can change the world. Do you believe? I'm a Midwest gal with big dreams to discover what it takes to reduce my impact on this beautiful place we call Hometown Earth. Join me every Tuesday as we navigate what actions we can take, big or small, to make a positive impact in your life and the lives of your neighbors on Hometown Earth. Hello, neighbors. In our 12-month journey to adopt new sustainable habits, the first month focuses on valuing the Earth's soul. This week, we will learn why soul health is so essential to the health of our planet, including you. Soul is what makes up our outer world. It is a material that unites us as it's under all of our feet, and it's the source of all life on Earth. Many names know it. Earth, peat, land, clay, silt, mud, sand, the list goes on. By definition, soil is the upper layer of the earth in which plants grow, a black or dark brown material typically consisting of a mixture of organic remains, clay, and rock particles. Its many names and subcategories come from various colors, textures, structures, porosities, densities, and consistencies. There are over 70,000 different types of soil in the United States alone. But although it seems to be everywhere, our soil is a limited natural resource. The USDA says that natural processes can take 500 years to form one inch of topsoil. Some estimates even range to a thousand years. A large majority of soil is home in our oceans, seas, rivers, and lakes. The rest is found in the desert and other rocky areas. And only a small percentage of that, around 10%, is arable land or land that is suitable for agriculture. Here's the deal. Soil is the foundation for healthy water, plants, people, and the ever-important carbon cycling. Healthy soil creates resiliency for all of life's cycles, even in less than ideal conditions. The soil's ability to regulate our freshwater supply is crucial to our ecosystem. I'm going to test how well you listened in science class. It absorbs, stores, releases, purifies, and redistributes most of the water on Earth, providing us with fresh water to drink. Healthy soil also regulates rainfall, preventing flooding, erosion, nutrient loss, and desertification, which is the process of healthy soil turning to desert due to drought, deforestation, or agricultural practices. Since soil consists of minerals and nutrients, it provides food and energy to plants through their roots. 
plants that feed our world and pass along those same mineral nutrients we need to survive. Not only for us, but for animals that share this planet with us. In addition to being a food source, soil influences the distribution of animal life across the planet. As animals depend on certain plants in certain parts of the world for food and shelter. And it isn't just a quiet ground under our feet. There is a bounty of living organisms underneath us, making soil one of the most biodiverse materials on earth. Columbia's Climate School says that just one acre of soil may contain 900 pounds of earthworms, 2,400 pounds of fungi, 1,500 pounds of bacteria, 133 pounds of protozoa, 890 pounds of anthropods and algae, and even sometimes small mammals. One gram of soil may hold one billion bacteria, of which only 5% have been discovered. Wow, I know that kind of blows my mind. If you haven't yet, I highly suggest you go back to listen to episode 51, The Magic of Mushrooms, where we talk about the role of the mycelium network that thrives under our feet. Beyond providing habitats for these organisms, soil's biodiversity is what allows it to interact and contribute to many global cycles, including the carbon and nitrogen cycles. Soil sequesters carbon and removes greenhouse gases from our environment. Over 2,700 gigatons of carbon are stored in soils, mostly in peatlands and organic soils. This means soil holds more carbon than the atmosphere and biomass combined, making forests and other vegetation's carbon sinks seem to pale in comparison. And our soil is said to remove about 25% of the world's fossil fuel emissions each year. Our oceans are already filled to the brim with excess carbon, meaning that having healthy soil is critical to slowing climate change. Unfortunately, the Earth's soil is running into a people problem. Years of intensive farming and improper management have severely degraded our soils, threatening our very livelihood. At the current rate of soil degradation, the world could run out of topsoil in about 60 years. Land clearing and deforestation to plant crops unsustainably removes the vegetation needed to support life and changes the soil composition. Over-cultivation of the land destroys the topsoil and causes erosion and desertification. Irrigation practices leave the soil high and dry and oversaturated with salts. Excessive use of fertilizer, pesticides, chemicals, and more acidifies and destroys the soil and organisms that create life there. And to top it all off, heavy farming equipment compacts the soil, making it hard for the good stuff, including water, 
to permeate it again, meaning excess rainfall can lead to extreme flooding and the soil filtration process that provides us and the Earth's animals with nutrient-rich food and fresh drinking water is disrupted. This leads to disease, malnutrition, hunger, and premature death. In the same way, soil can sequester carbon. It can also release it. Through these unsustainable agricultural practices, carbon gets released back into our atmosphere. The Food and Agriculture Association, or the FAO, reports that the steady conversion of grassland and forest land to cropland and grazing lands over the past several centuries has resulted in historic losses of soil carbon worldwide. In agricultural soil, that number clocks in up to a whopping 50 to 70 percent of carbon loss. Forbes reported that modern agricultural practices are estimated to contribute up to 25% of global annual greenhouse gas emissions. Farming practices that help to restore soil health would mitigate these effects, allowing soils to sequester up to 1.85 billion tons of additional carbon a year. Everything comes back to the soil. You can see now, even with a thousand-foot overview, why valuing the Earth's soil is so important to the foundation of sustainable living. This soil, made of rocks and decaying plants and animals, is vital to our survival. J.I. Rodale, the founder of the Rodale Institute for Regenerative Organic Farming, said it simply, Healthy soil equals healthy food equals healthy people. And I'll tack on to that equals healthy planet. But we've been living on unhealthy soil for so long. Do we even know what healthy soil is or how to get it back? Thankfully, the answer to both of those questions is yes. Healthy soil leans into natural processes teeming with organisms and allowing plants to grow to maximum productivity without disease, pests, or synthetic supplements. We can tell we have a healthy soil by measuring its nitrogen, the number of organisms present, and how much water and carbon it can hold. By changing how we interact with our land, we can restore it. This involves everyone understanding the role of soil in the planet's health, practicing land stewardship, and supporting regenerative agriculture. You've already taken that first step. Whew, I bet that felt good. By listening to this podcast, now you understand more about the role of soil health on the planet. And to leave you on a cliffhanger, in next week's episode, we will learn more about regenerative agriculture, so be sure to tune in. For this week's Something to Grow On segment, a segment where I give you one piece of advice, wisdom, or a challenge to help you grow, I want to challenge you to read one book this month related to soil health and the planet. Some suggestions are Soul Not Oil by Vandana Shiva, For the Love of Soul by Nicole Masters, or The Soul Will Save Us by Kristen Olson. 
need a little extra encouragement, I'm excited to announce the start of the Hello Neighbor Book Club, a virtual book club where we can hold each other accountable for learning more about the wonders of our world, topics related to sustainability, and more while growing a community and having fun along the way. To find out what book we're reading this month, click the link in the episode description to join the Facebook group. I bet next time you walk outside, you'll think of the ground under your feet a little bit differently. Thanks for joining me, neighbor. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Hometown Earth as much as I did. Let us know by rating and subscribing so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every week on Tuesday. Head to the show notes linked in the episode description for more details. And let us know in the comments what you want to hear next. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. And you can find more about the podcast on Instagram at Hometown Earth or connect with me personally at Lena Sanford. We all know change needs to happen. So let's get started right here at Hometown Earth. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.